welcome to French Voices Podcast, where you can boost your French comprehension while listening to native speakers sharing their passion. It's authentic. It's hosted by Jessica. And it's starting now. Bonjour à tous, welcome to French Voices Podcast. This is episode 119 and a very one-of-a-kind, very special episode on so many levels that I'm going to first ask you to forgive me if these introductions end up being a, a bit messy because uh, um, it took me time to bring myself to uh, do this recording and I only like scribbled the notes Um I kind of gave up writing, uh, trying to write a, a, a proper coherent text. Um, so first, it's a longer than usual interview. It is what would normally make a double episode of uh, French Voices. Uh, but I decided to just put it in, uh, to release it in one block, um, to not cut the flow of the conversation more than it has already uh been in the interview because there was a, a, a huge editing um, work after the interview. I had to edit out uh, some uh, parts that um, were probably uh, getting too personal, not probably, but that were uh, too personal. You're going to understand in a minute what happened. Um, This interview is also available as a video. You can watch it on my YouTube uh, channel if you like to do so. Um, voilà. So basically, I was put in touch uh, and I want to thank, and I've already done so, uh, Deb, you will recognize yourself. Um, I want to thank Deb for putting me in uh, touch with who would indirectly um, be today's uh, guest for French Voices. Her name is Anne-Hélène Gramignano and she is a, a medium. Um, so sometimes when I look at the uh, translations in English, medium is also called like foreseer or psychic, uh, clairvoyant. Um, That is not, in my opinion, the definition of a medium. A medium is the person who stands in the middle. He, uh, he or she is the um, intermediary between um, two um, people uh, and two worlds. So two people being like a person who's alive uh, and a deceased person, uh, two worlds, uh, our world, our physical world, and the um, uh, hereafter um the afterlife um that can seem um uh very strange but after doing some research uh i am pretty convinced that there's actually such uh, a, a thing and anelen gramegnano is a medium who uh, wrote um so in english the english version is called the, the infinite hope and in french it is l'infini espoir autobiographie d'une medium where she doesn't try to convince you of anything but she um uh she just It, 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 it's her testimonial of her experience, what happened to her. Um, it is a gift that she inherited uh, from her, her grandmother, who was also a clairvoyant. So she's going to explain the difference between being a clairvoyant and being a medium. It is quite different. Um, and 
so today she actually helps people who are uh, suffering, who are in pain after having lost uh, a, a loved one and tries to um, put them in touch with the deceased person. She um, doesn't make or doesn't currently make money from uh, this uh, gift. Her consultations are free. And the um, the writing of this book has been... Uh, requested to her she will explain to you better than me uh, by um, so angels or uh, conscience you can um, put the, 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 the word or the concept that you would like onto on it uh, she felt compelled to by them to write her story so um, when I was offered to uh, interview this person, I thought, wow, uh, I would never have thought of interviewing a, a, a medium. And that would be um, something, obviously, that I'm not uh, familiar uh, with at all. But it's always interesting. I like learning about a variety of topics and also to challenge my thinking. And so I went into uh, reading her book with a, with a, with an open mind and a lot of curiosity. I did have a lot of questions to, to ask her. And as I say at the beginning of the interview, um, in addition to learning, uh, like exposing yourself to um, the French language and uh, working on your French comprehension skills and learning some vocabulary, you also need to open your mind to the possibilities of something uh, existing so there's a bit of a disclaimer here if you are uh, and it's not um what we're talking about is not something scary at all um but if you have a kind of sensitivity maybe because you you're right in the middle of um someone passing away and it's a topic that may be painful to you at the moment uh uh voila maybe maybe um Maybe that would actually do you good because it's a very uh, optimistic uh, message uh, that is carried through her words and through her book. Um, and so, voila, you're going to get to know me more uh, during this um, interview because um, I... Um, in the middle of the interview, my life literally fundamentally changed because we had to cut uh to, to 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 i had to edit it edit that out but she felt very strongly was interrupted several times by and he insisted um she felt very strongly the, the presence of my dad uh and so we uh for 30 minutes um we had a, a, a very uh, private exchange uh, communication that uh, she passed me some messages from my dad, um, which is something that took me totally by surprise. And yeah, when I said there was definitely a, a, a tip off, a tip over, I don't know how to say, is that um, although I was convinced when reading the book or when I had her on the phone from the first second of her uh, sincerity um, and of her being a, a good and honest person, 
I didn't know what to think about what I was reading because that's so, you know, uh, it is extraordinary in the literal sense of the term, as in extra, beyond anything ordinary. It is surnatural, surreal in the literal sense of the term. And I didn't know what to think, but I am now convinced that what I experienced was true. And so it actually... Um, uh, I believe that this um, uh, episode of the, 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 the message that you're going to hear can really truly change your perception of death, uh, but also of life. There's been, um, there has been uh, a lot of uh, rethinking and processing for, for me to do. Uh, how to see life now i've went through so many questions like existential questions um yeah so now i'll leave you uh to it basically so you get the, you get the context there i really recommend uh reading her book uh, in french if you can uh, even because i will put the the links um to both english and the french version uh, in, in the show notes of the episode, the text is written pretty uh, simply. The language is, is simple. It's really accessible. So it would be a good opportunity for you to, to get some uh, reading in French. And what did I want to say as well? Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to give you the vocabulary um, for... Uh, this interview, a selection of the vocabulary that I listed in the, the show notes of the episode and also that you can find in the, the, the PDF, the full transcript of the interview uh, that you can purchase to support your comprehension and also support uh, my work and my podcast at the same time. So there we go. I selected 10 words to give you straight away. The first one is um, the noun voyant. Or usually we use it in the feminine form because they more often apply it to, to women. Voyante. Une voyante is, and that's interesting because, so it's a, a clairvoyante, a psychic, a fortune teller. Um, so this noun is derived from the present, uh, not the present participle, yeah, the present participle form of voir, so voyant, so the, the seeing, the person who is seeing. Um, the English clairvoyant clearly comes from the French, so that's the one who sees clearly, clairvoyant. It's also a word that exists in French. A psychic, a fortune teller. Um, they are quite different from the medium, as I told you, because le, le voyant prédit l'avenir. That's from the verb prédire, which is uh, to foresee, to predict. Um, I would say to foresay. It's literally to foresay, prédire. And to foresee would be prévoir, which is also to, to plan. And so, une voyante prédit l'avenir. Alors, l'avenir, uh, avenir in one word is the future. And it's literally, um, uh, le avenir, what is to come. That is the future. Now, the hereafter and the afterlife is called uh, l'au-delà. So, it's the masculine noun, au-delà. Um, 
au-delà à ce uh, place um, a locution like preposition if you want it's like a, uh, or adverb um, uh, au-delà means beyond so the beyond beyond used as a noun l'au-delà is what is beyond is the, the hereafter the afterlife um Anne-Hélène used an interesting expression, uh, which is faire son intéressant or faire son intéressant. And uh, uh, son is a reflexive uh, component. So you can say je fais mon intéressante, uh, elle fait son intéressante, etc. Uh, that's to show off, uh, to brag. Un don, un don comes from uh, the verb donner, which is to give. And un don is a gift. A special talent. Um, the, the masculine noun, un ressenti. Um, so it's a noun that comes from the verb ressentir, which is to feel. And the noun that is based on the past participle, ressenti, uh, means the perception, the sense. So it has to do with the, what you, uh, what you feel, what you sense. The word défunt uh, is, I think you can say defunct in English. What I wanted to draw your attention to is it can be a noun or an adjective. It means deceased or a deceased person. Um, it means dead or a, a dead person. Défunt or feminine défunt. Uh, Anne-Hélène also uses another expression at some point. It's avoir un coup de mou. Avoir un coup de mou. And I was not satisfied with the uh, translation that I found on, with my, on my online dictionary, which was um, uh, saying it means to suddenly feel very tired. Avoir un coup de mou. So therefore to feel limp, to feel weak, to feel lethargic. Uh, Okay, but for me, uh, it, uh, this expression doesn't only apply to like physical, uh, fatigue. Avoir un coup de mou means also, you know, to feel a bit, uh, a bit low, to have a, a bit of a moment, a few days to go through a phase where you don't have so much energy and your mood is a bit low. Um, and I'll finish with, uh, coéquipier, coéquipier or the feminine coéquipière, where An équipier is uh, someone who is on... Uh, so it comes from équipe, which is the team. And co means with. So to cooperate is to operate with. Uh, un copain is um, the one with, with who you share the bread. Copain, a friend. Um, and un coéquipier or une coéquipière is a teammate or uh, a partner. Uh, voilà. Thanks for listening to this uh, particularly long introduction. Uh, again, you can uh, also watch uh, the full interview on my um, YouTube channel. I put the I will put the link to the video in the show notes. I hesitated. Um, I, I thought no, I'm not going to put it on because, uh, like you see me red eyed and I had cried and then like it's so I, I'm a bit of a mess in this interview, but I. But I still decided to publish it because, after all, um, that's what um, the original plan was. And, uh, well, I thought it was okay because, after all, it doesn't matter if you see me uh, 
vulnerable because we all are at uh, some point in life. And again, my life has changed for um, for the better and I'm feeling uh, so much more uh, peaceful and happy today. So I wish you uh, a, a happy uh, listening and see you in the next episode of French Voices Podcast. Thank you.